BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, hope you enjoy the episode that is about to be played after this. But first, I need to tell you that we've got three shows coming up. One is in less than two weeks in LA, August 7th. So please get your tickets. You can go to wemetatacme.com slash tour. And the other two are Philly, September 3rd, and Boston on September 24th. We've got an amazing lineup for each and every one of these shows. And it's really going to be so much fun. So I hope to see all of you guys there. All right. Enjoy the episode. Hey, guys. Welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm going to start off with a little solo situation because I got a lot of great feedback about it last time. So hopefully I don't let you down. And then we're going to get into our episode with Kimmy and Liza from 51 First Dates. So I asked you what you want to hear more about, and one person said how to not ignore red flags early on, and to be honest with yourself, like about, I'm assuming about the red flags. I have to say, I'm not a good red flag detector, or I wasn't, and I guess now I am, but I remember I was on a date once with a guy, and I was telling him how, like, I was just kind of joking, and I I brought up the movie Good Luck Chuck. And I was like, yeah, I'm Good Luck Chuck because like I'll like be with someone and then like the next person they date, they marry. Because believe it or not, this happened with, to me like two or three times. And so I said that to him and he was like, oh, well, I hope we don't break up because I'm not ready to marry someone. Meaning like he wasn't ready to marry the next person after me. So, I mean, that was a huge red flag. Another red flag was a guy once told me that he... He was like, I feel like you'd be like really chill if we broke up. Like you would be like chill about it, which is really another red flag. Continued dating both of those guys for a while. Another red flag, a guy I was dating was still on a dating app. My friend saw him on Bumble. Definitely a red flag. We were exclusive. Like we were in a relationship and we were on a trip to LA. So that was fun. Another red flag is I found a condom in the garbage of a guy I was seeing. We weren't like we weren't official then, but it was definitely a red flag because like, why are you still first of all, like fucking other people if we're heading in that direction? Because it was like we were definitely heading in that direction. And second of all, like change your garbage. That's disgusting, you know, so definitely look out for those red flags. And I would say just like if something gives you a bad feeling about it, try not to disregard, like always listen to your gut, which is easier said than done, but you know. Okay. How to navigate dating multiple people at once. I mean, it's pretty easy. You just make a few dates in a week. Like I think this is so crucial because any of my friends who just have that like one date a week or even like one date every two weeks, they're so micro-focused on that one date that like they get hurt even more if that doesn't work out. So I think that, you know, it's, it's important that you have a lot of things going on. Someone said how to know it's right when you fall in love. I don't really think you like necessarily fall in a way that like, oh no, I'm falling. I think you like slowly develop into love. 
And I think that if you're falling too quickly for someone, it's usually a red flag that you like that again, that you overlook. I don't know if any of you guys watched Love Island UK, but like Jordan and Anna, for example, when they, you know, he was, he made him her girlfriend and then was like, oh, wait, this is too soon. So just be careful because you don't want to end up with someone who ends up backtracking because it all happened too fast. Like slow and steady, truly, truly uh, wins the race there. Someone said navigating the early stages with a new person. I would say don't see them every day. Avoid burnout. It's really, really, really important. Another person asked what to do when a guy has an overbearing family. I've definitely been in this situation before and it is really a turnoff, but there's, I mean, there's not much you can do. If, if it's a deal breaker for you, then you move on. If, if it's not, then you find ways to manage the situation. Another thing I'll talk about is like going on vacation with someone and how it like, you know, right away. Um, we did a poll question a little while ago asking like if it's okay to go on vacation with someone before you're official. I think it is because you find out much sooner. I actually went on a a few of these. I was dating a guy for about a month and he invited me to Florida with his grandparents, which sounds pretty crazy, but obviously I was crazy too because I went and it was terrible. He was like kind of a dick and you could tell that he was like the dick of the family. Um, his brother and his girlfriend were also there, but his brother was a great dude. The girlfriend was really sweet and he was like so on my case. We were looking at like an alligator that came up onto the property and I was like joking and because we were all taking pictures of it and I was like, provoke it. Like, in like a cute way, not like murder that alligator, just like, you know, like let's do something fun and exciting, like get close to the alligator. I don't know. It was like, it was not a big thing. And he started yelling at me and being like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you say that? Like in front of his brother and his girlfriend and like, it was really, really out of line. And that was a huge red flag. And that relationship didn't work out for many reasons, but I should have just ended it right then and there. And he was pretty like delusional. He, yeah, I, I, I can't. Oh, and then that reminds me of another red flag. There was like a huge storm in the city and he didn't want to be together for the storm. And I thought that that was also like a very big red flag. Like if there's an actual storm where like you're stocking up on food and you don't want to spend it with, someone that you care about, like you, you obviously don't care about them that much. So definitely a red flag. People are all of these, all of you guys are asking for first date stories. I actually, I, I went on one first date that was really, really bad where I think the guy was like anti-Semitic and I'm Jewish. So it was awkward. And he was talking about like Israel is Palestine's. And I was like, I'm going to get the check. Um, and lastly, I'm just going to say, because um, someone asked to talk about health and lifestyle, I really, you know, this is an important topic for me because I'm not drinking right now. I'm not smoking weed. You know, I'm living like a pretty healthy lifestyle. I work out now like three to five times a week, sometimes more, sometimes less. But I think it's so important for mental health. And I know way too many people who are depressed, who drink, you know, wine every night or smoke weed, take Xanax like unprescribed and they wonder why they're still feeling bad. And like the proof is in the pudding, like you are doing this to yourself in a lot of ways. And like a hangover when you're 28, 29, like can be truly debilitating. Like it can put you in a serious depression, especially if you're out doing coke so just like treat your body like a temple. And then if your mental health is not better after that, then um, maybe you need to see a therapist. And I hope that was helpful. I hope you got something out of it. And I think you're really going to like this episode with Kimmy and Liza. So here goes.
Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I am so excited to be here with Kimmy and Liza, the hosts of 51 First Dates. Thank you for having Hi. us. Hey guys. Um, so you could just pass the mic back and forth. So for everyone listening, we have one mic that when we have two guests, they have to share. And it's really annoying. And I wish we had more. But that's the situation. So I feel like you guys can make it work. I feel like I just pulled it out of Liza's hand. That's what has to happen. Like, give me. But it's like these mics are very fun because I feel a little bit like a celebrity because I'm holding a microphone. I know. It's like we're doing stand-up, but like not. It'll be good practice for us to not talk at the same time and say the same thing at the same time. I feel like we both do a lot of the like, oh, no, 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 like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fun. It's fun. It's like a good dynamic and it'll still pick up everything. So we'll start with Liza. How old are you and where are you from? Um, I am 31, very recently 31. Which Happy belated. Thanks. I'm having feelings about it. Wait, I hope, Gemini? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Lots of feelings. Uh, and um, I am from Stores, Connecticut. It's like way the fuck out there. It's a it's a rural area. It's where Yukon is. Does and it have anything to do with like does it have the best stores? Um, no, it has almost no stores. Oh, it is that's like rural. So ironic. Yeah. Uh-huh. It feels very much more like New Englandy than like I right. think what people imagine Connecticut to look like. Kimmy's been there. It's out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's charming. Yeah, uh-huh. you know. I I did a lot of like in high school, the thing that we did for fun was like have keg parties in the woods and smoke weed in like our parents' Subarus and drive around. It's a lot of I like mean, old hippies. That sounds like standard suburban shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's fully fine. Mm-hmm. And Kimmy, how old are you and where are you from? Yeah. So I'm 30. I'm, I always feel like an asshole like because we're the same year in school, but I'm like, I'm just a baby for my grade. So am I, I for my grade. Does yeah. that mean you're like a fall baby a november baby my I school see. had a wild cutoff that is a crazy cutoff yeah. it was no longer the case like a couple years after wait so i think i remember you're scorpio i am yeah yeah, yeah we did talk about this when you were yeah. on so i did an episode of 51 first dates you have to check it out it was like may of 2018 maybe it came out like june i don't yeah, know yeah we can push it it's forward in the 40s. yeah i looked at it today it's in the 40s of our episode So tell me about your podcast and like, how did you guys meet and what is the, like, what is 51 First Dates? Yeah. It's like, you know, because such a quality title. Wait, did you say where you're from? Oh, no, I didn't. (laughs) I escaped. I'm from outside of Boston. Okay, very cool. Which suburb? Holliston. It's little, it's by where the marathon starts. So. Yeah. Wait, Alston or Halston? Halston. It's okay, not. Because you know yeah. Alston, right? Okay. Yeah. Because I went to BU, so I know. Oh, right. All, I love Boston. It's yeah. It's a special place in my heart. I went to BC, so yeah. There you go. I feel like we might have done this Yeah. I just blanked. But we probably did. Yeah, no, further out, like where the marathon starts. Got so it. just like a tiny town. Yeah. Also, lots of just drinking in basements, though, more than fields. Fields was like the dream. Right, like, like a Friday night light stream, but we were more like in parents' basement. Yeah, I feel like it's never in fields. Like, who can just openly drink in a field, especially with like the police? No, yeah, yeah it's too many. so unrealistic. These field drinkers in the shows. <laughs> I feel like that's a Midwestern thing from like friends who own school in the Midwest, and I feel like yeah. they they had fields that were far enough away from things. Right, like fields were like right. there. Like for us, it was woods. You know, we like went in the woods, and like they went to the fields. But I always, like, so I grew up in New York City, and I always, always, like, fantasized about the whole, like, drive-in, like, place to hook up in your car. You know what I'm talking about? Or, like, the field shit or the parking lot of the diner. Like, and it's it seems like it was just a lie, you know? You guys... Like, were you at people's apartment? Because you didn't have basements. You didn't have the woods. Right. We didn't have basements. We didn't have the woods. And if we had the woods, it would be, like, really sketchy woods in, like, Central Park, which we actually tried once. And I ended up – I actually got jumped, like, back in the day. Oh, my God. Not me personally. Like, a group of friends and I. It was really scary in Central Park. This guy had, like, a crowbar, and he was, like, running after us. So that wasn't a fun night in particular, but we would do apartments and and things like that. And – we would it, like whoever's parents were away. We'd like take over their apartment. I actually had a party once, and like made all these boys like get a bunch of kegs. And I like I remember I was so, like you know how you're just like young and insecure and like you're just not like oh like 
I went to an all girls school, so we weren't like friends with the other girls necessarily. So I refused to invite any other girls. It was like just the girls that I knew and every boy. And I was like, this is the best party ever. Like no one has any options. (laughs) They have to be in love with us. Um, And my sister did that. Yeah. 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 And there were guys that like would frequent parties like their parents just like never cared or like we're never around or like we're always sleeping and like weren't disturbed by noise somehow so it would be like that but yeah, yeah. we actually one of my friends her parents were the, the always sleeping like in a yeah. not in the city so it's a little bit more understandable but they would just go upstairs and then be fine with these right. I'm like what are these parents taking like a lot of ambient I'm assuming yeah, but also it's funny that like almost anywhere, like I feel like rural, suburban, and urban. Upstairs, yeah, like yeah, like there is that family in everyone's high school. There's like, the, always the that family who, like, get drunk in their in their house who like right. don't really care what you. It's just like yeah, who are they? Who are my they? parents? Would have it would yeah. I mean, they're not. My parents are really fucking mellow, and they wouldn't. Right, like I, my parents would say like the if you're gonna drink, like I'd rather be in my house, but not like if every kid underage is going to drink, I'd rather be in my house. Like, that's a little aggressive. Yeah, making it, like, the destination for children to come get drunk, get your ass. Right, like, no. Yeah. But going back to 51 First Dates, tell me the history and how you thought of the name and where it came from. Totally. Um, I mean... And how you guys met, obviously. I'll talk about how we met, and then I'll pass it to Kimmy, because this is more your story. Well, whatever. I'm Kimmy's like Andy Richter of Conan fame. Like right. I'm her, I'm her like hype man. Um, <laughs> I love that. So uh, we met when we were children. Uh, that's a lie. We were 22, but like it counts that's now. Children. Um, and we had both just moved here and we thought we wanted to be actors, which is like kind of lols now. It was like a million. It was like five lifetimes Everyone ago. wants to be an actor deep yeah, down. Like completely. anyone who says they're not is a liar, I think. Yeah. But I think that both of us, I mean, it doesn't matter. Basically, we met in an acting class and we both really quickly were like, well, we want to write and like make our own stuff and um, do more than like, you know, try for like 10 years to get an under five on a sitcom. Right. Um. So we started writing together. We made a web series. We made a bunch of sketches. We started a production company. We made a bunch of branded content and like comedic skewing branded content and like mm-hmm. lots of lots of very silly videos. Chicksproductions.com. <laughs> C-H-I-X. And yeah, we from then just like decided to start making a podcast because it was easier than making videos and cheaper and it was like an, For sure. an outlet and uh the the whole story came because Kimmy was Kimmy like in a dating rut yeah I I, I remember this but before you continue I actually have to tell you we had guests on um Thomas and Tucker from the Undesirables podcast mm-hmm. have you heard mm-hmm. of this yeah. they are also Gemini Scorpio friends and they're also really funny so I don't know if you've done a collab with them, but you absolutely should. If you Wait, have. no, we need to because yeah. I've heard of the. I don't. I don't know as much about them as I should. You need to. Um, I know their I'll signs. I'll intro you after this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 That's great. Definitely. That's perfect. Gemini Scorpio is a good creative pairing. Very good. Yeah. Are you guys single, by the way? And we'll get to that after. Uh, just, just quickly. No, neither of us are single anymore. Oh so, wow! I mean, things have changed. Things okay. Have changed. So Kimmy, so, the story. So the story. So I guess, yeah, I was in a dating rut. I was in New York. I live in LA now. I'm back in New York for the summer for an internship, getting my MBA. But when I was still in New York, I was just in like all of the half relationships, all of the fuck boys and getting hung up on people and just really treating myself like garbage when it came to dating, but also not doing that much dating. Like I thought I was dating a lot, right. but truly basically the, because I was also in therapy, my therapist was like, you know, you haven't really like purely done the the New York dating scene, like going on dates every week. And I was like, right. I can't. Like I, I, I meet someone and I like them and then I get hung up on them or I date them for a while. And she was like, I think you should go on like 100 dates. Like just go for it. I was like, that's way too many. So I'm going to cut it in half to 50. And then- What like, a badass your therapist <laughs> is, by the way. She is wonderful. And- She's my therapist too. That's incredible. Yeah. Have, yeah. In, in, in our-, in our <laughs> friendship many layers we also have had the same therapist for I mean I, my best friend and I share a therapist too like anyone who says that's not a good idea is wrong I know our yeah. therapist didn't know until later that we were friends but and no. she thought we, it was a bad idea yeah. but 
We love it. We got recommended to her. Our acting teacher recommended a bunch of people to different therapists and recommended us to the same one. For some reason, I feel like your therapist is my therapist. Oh my God. What's her initials? CD. No. But can I explain why? Because she is an actor. And she, like, before she was a therapist, she was acting. Interesting. She's, like, in the drama. For a split second, I thought it was CM. We have a friend who's an actor who's a therapist. Oh, that's so funny. Like, a a doll. But that's not her initials at all. It took me a second. Okay, so... Kimmy, your therapist said, "Yeah, you should go on. Go on a date." I was like, "Fuck no!" But you know what? I'll cut that in half. And like, if we make a project out of it, it'll be fun. Mm -hmm. We can riff on that Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore movie, Fifty First Dates. Yeah. (laughs) And now we're stuck on that title forever. Whatever. Um, And we just had to add one because of you know copyright and all that, and because all of the domains were taken, like Fifty First Dates. (laughs) So we were like, okay, cool, Fifty One First Dates. Uh, go on Fifty One Dates, and I did and we podcasted about it so if people want to go listen from the beginning I think it yeah it was a very interesting process for me and it held me accountable to going on dates like it was hard too, like getting on the date every week so what was the best of that and what was the worst of that and does your now partner fit into that yes so yeah date number 13 spoiler alert but so does that mean that you're long distance yeah, so he lives Ooh. here. I'm living with him this summer. First time cohabitating ever, so. Oh, wow. It's been about a week and a half. So wait, how <laughs> long have you guys been together? So we've been together since, let's see, I met him a year and a half ago, and we were like, because of the podcast and because I had only gotten to date 13, I so went So you're on. like the bachelorette where you couldn't <laughs> announce who you chose I mean, until yeah. the end. A way less hot, less um, <laughs> polished, and yeah. So what did something like that? How did you get your now partner to agree that you could go on? I'm not good at math, but 51 minus 13. Yeah. More dates. I'm not even good at that math because I only went on 32 in the end because it became like a, do I, do we, is this, is this really important enough for me to sacrifice a relationship? Right. For a while. I mean, you were letting, I think, I think you were taking your time. I, w- I think it was like two or three months that you were dating him casually before. I mean, you knew you liked him. You knew there were like feelings there. But something that we had kind of set up as part of the experiment was like you would keep going on dates until you like seriously caught feels. And you were like, it was getting there. But I think a big thing that we both kind of learned from this is that like it takes a time to get, if you're like just going on dates, if you're meeting a stranger from the internet or a setup or whatever, like, rather than hooking up with a friend and starting to date them Mm. or like starting a relationship with someone you've already known for a period of time. Like it takes time. So I feel like there were a bunch of months that you were going on dates with other people and you were dating him and you were like going on second and third dates with other people. Like you were like feeling out a lot of stuff. But then there was a point where you were like, oh, I like him a lot and he likes me a lot and I'll still go on like a handful more or, you know, whatever. No, I I couldn't agree with that more. And I like when people ask me for dating advice, like when, what date should like I have sex or what date, you know, should we make it official? And it really does like depend on if you knew them before or if they're just like a stranger essentially from an app. And if they are a stranger, a lot of dates, like a lot of dates. Yeah. Because you go in blind, you know nothing about them. And like I met my partner on a dating app and I, probably like it took me like eight dates to like know really like him at all or how I felt and I feel like that's standard you know yeah like I don't know maybe six to eight and you met him while you were doing this podcast right? and I met him while I was doing this podcast so it's like similar except like I was going on 51 first dates but unofficially you know what I mean like wasn't wasn't open about it but was dating a lot you had the foresight to realize it would get kind of tricky if you actually met someone right right exactly Aren't Kimmy and Liza just the cutest? I honestly loved recording with them. And if you haven't checked out our episode on 51 First Dates, go ahead and do it now. There are actually two. So definitely check that out. And another thing that the three of us have in common is that we love to be healthy and take vitamins. And vitamins are so necessary when, you know, you don't have healthiest diet, kind of like myself. 
ritual is designed for women by women, which is why I love it so much. It contains nine nutrients that are difficult to get enough of every day, even if you do have a healthy diet, which I don't. So instead of taking like five or eight vitamins a day, Ritual gives you just two capsules a day. You don't have to take a different supplement for each different thing. You can just take Ritual. And it's pretty much only $1 a day. It's delivered to your door monthly and you can stay on track and have a new healthy habit, which is always a good idea. So I really hope that you try it. And it's also vegan certified, sugar-free, non-GMO, allergy-free, all of the all of the good things. Like Vogue has written about it. The New York Times has written about it. It's no nausea design. So you can totally take it on an empty stomach. And personally, I've been loving it. It has this amazing like aftertaste that isn't disgusting. And it makes me feel really good. It makes me regular and like digestion regular. Sorry to be gross. But you know, it's it's great. And they also are amazing because they support our podcast. So if you love our podcast and you love being healthy, go to ritual.com slash Acme and start your ritual today. R-I-T-U-A-L.com slash A-C-M-E. You will get 10% off your first three months. So if you want 10% off your first three months of being healthy, go to ritual.com slash Acme. So what is your current partner's sign? Capricorn. Oh, good. So that's a good one for you. I thought so. But then yeah. I have also, yeah, I thought Capricorn and Scorpio like can work, right? Yeah, it can definitely work. It's an earth and a water. Okay. I know. So, so you have to think about, about what the elements do together. Yeah. Like earth needs water, water to you exist. You know, exactly. And so I guess how many dates did you go on? Which, where were you sourcing these dates, including him? Um, mostly online. And some setups, actually, which I hadn't really done before in my life. And where did he come from specifically? He came from the league. Okay. And then, which was interesting because I probably went on one date from the league or two. Like, I don't feel like that's where the majority of my dates came from. I'm looking at Liza because she helped source a lot of my dates. She was had my dating apps too. I still like, have your dating apps. Like I get alerts from Bumble that are like, Kimmy, someone likes you. Like I got one amazing. yesterday when we were hanging out with your boyfriend Wait, so then you. what if your boyfriend finds out you're still on bumble it's because i need to they're like all off my phone but i never right, deleted them right. actually that's a good yeah. reminder i like got yeah. an email from andrew the other day i was like it's been far too long it's uh-huh. been yeah but also like he's so cool he wouldn't give a shit like he's he's just like so comfortable all with himself like he you know he doesn't give a shit he obviously like listens to us talk on the internet right we were right. having the most just dis- literally the most vilely into. disgusting sexual conversation last night like drinking was like a bunch of girls at him and he was just like, yeah, all right. Like, I don't know. He's the mellowest. That's a great, sounds like a great catch. Yeah. So Liza, did you have a boyfriend the last time we, or? Yeah, I've been with my boyfriend for like five and a half years. Oh shit. Yeah. That's so not a joke. Yeah. So he's <laughs> like my person, like we're together forever probs. Mm-hmm. Like neither of us feel very seriously about like steps and papers and stuff right. like that. About but, marriage. Yeah. I mean, we're domestic partners. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on his health insurance. <laughs> you know, like. Oh, sick. Are you officially? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, that's, so that's really cool. Yeah. We went to City Hall. Do you have Hall, room for another? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Wait, you went to City Hall? Yeah, we so went. So you're legally married? No, we. So you can do a thing in New York that is like um, a domestic partnership when you live together. And we mostly did it because I'm a freelance, um, like, like video right. person and my insurance was expensive and shitty and he's a tech person and his insurance is dank. So he got me like the best insurance I ever had and I bought him diner breakfast after. Wait, that's a great yeah. thing that I didn't know existed. Yeah, it's could, a, So let's say I had a roommate. Mm-hmm. Could we do a domestic partnership or does it have to be romantic? I think you have to sign. I mean... You know, that's a good question. I'm not totally sure. I think you it is supposed to be like a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't really know. I don't even remember. I mean, we had to bring like, it was really chill. We had to bring like our IDs and nothing else. And um, I guess we had to bring our IDs and like social security cards. And mm. like, there it took like 10 minutes. We just signed a couple pieces of paper. So I don't that's know how great. seriously they would take it. But yeah, it was great. So And when is his birthday? 
Um, his birthday is five days before mine. He's also a Gemini, oh. which is a lot. We both have a lot of feelings. There's a, actually a joke. About, I feel like I told you this last time, um, but there's a joke about when a Gemini dates a Gemini and it's there's four of them. Yes. <laughs> like extreme. It's funny because I feel like the thing that immediately drew me to him was that I thought like immediately I thought he was and I've known him for a really long time. I've known him for over 10 years. We went to college together, but like didn't know each other super well. We have like a mutual, oh sorry, a mutual like really good friend in common. Right. And the first thing when we kind of reconnected, the first thing that I like immediately liked about him was that he was so like emotionally aware and intuitive and just would like say how he felt, and, like ask me how I felt. And I was like, we were talking about attachment types on our last episode. I'm like, I'm an avoidant, like mm. 100%. And he's secure and very like, good with feelings and like able to talk about them and it's not weird and he doesn't have hang-ups and he's not afraid of commitment and like shit that I really like struggle with right so immediately I was like that was the thing that I was really drawn to about him um but yeah there are I mean we can talk about feelings for like six hours uninterrupted yeah well I think I'm an avoidant too by the way interesting when you talked about it did you come to a conclusion like you have to be with a secure if you're anything but a secure in theory mm-hmm. but like also i think you can change like yeah i, like, think you I change. feel like a secure now because i think he kind right, of taught me and also right. i've been going to therapy forever yeah but for wait therapy. what's your sign i'm a libra okay so yeah i also an air sign like a Gemini. yeah mm-hmm. totally yeah so i mean it's uh, but it's what is it secure avoidant and anxious, anxious. I mean, yeah yeah but can't you be like anxious avoidant or something yes yeah and like we honestly like haven't read this book really I know. we talk about- I have it here I have it here yeah. should I grab it I feel like it's like it's not like listed out it's more like paragraphy yeah, yeah. but but yeah it's all- everyone yeah. so interesting everyone should check it out we actually did an episode episode 45 with Amy Chan and she talks all about the different theories so check that out Oh my God, I'm amazed. You could just pull out an episode number out of your head like that. It's weird. Are you it's, a it's because I stopped smoking weed, honestly. <laughs> like, that's the only reason. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus. Interesting. Yeah. I want to know. I'm telling you. I'm, maybe I'll ask you this first half recording. I want to know yeah. about your, like, stopping smoking weed and your Yeah. Drinking. Oh my God. I will tell you all about it. So, five years. That's awesome. Yeah. And how, who decided, like, that you guys weren't in a rush. Was it like a mutual conversation or, or that you weren't getting married at all? Is that, yeah. is that off the table? No, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think we'll, we'll get married at some point. Yeah. Um, he, he basically, I feel like when we first got together, it was really intense for both of us. Like I hadn't fallen for someone like that ever. Like mm-hmm. I just immediately, like I was dating someone else and like casually it wasn't Right, right. But it had been like, it had been a second. I had been dating someone else casually for like six months. And I started hanging out with um, Jeff. He had like moved back here. Um, And like pretty quickly I like was like, oh, I have some feels. And then he had them too. And like it got expressed. And like, you know, we figured out like that we were like both wanting to pursue it and whatever. And it was like. I feel like we got serious really fast, which really freaked me out. And I was always kind of the breaks because I was like, I don't trust this. I can't like become so depe- like emotionally dependent on someone. Like I had never experienced that before. Mm-hmm. I had never like felt so vulnerable with someone. And just like the feeling of opening myself up was so scary. Right. And he was very like, don't worry. Like he's this is just like who he is. And so he was very comfortable in it and not, like I said, like he was secure and I was like avoidant. Right. And so I think in the beginning he was, ang- he wanted to like label stuff and make stuff go faster because I was pulling away. But after like I was in kind of fully, like just neither of us are worried about it. I mean, it's not, I'm never, I never fantasized about a wedding. I don't want, like, I think if I get married, I won't wear a white dress. Like I just mm-hmm. don't, it, the ritual isn't something that like a, up super appeals to me like the party does yeah of course but like all of the traditions are not like yeah. no judgment surrounding it I fucking love For going sure. to weddings like if you're listening invite me to your wedding like I will show Same. up like it's great I just you know whatever so yeah I mean as we've like talked more I think we've just realized like we know we're together we know like this isn't going anywhere and right. there's kind of no strong 
push or pull. Mm-hmm. And Kimmy, so you're now in a long, or you were in a long distance relationship before yeah. you moved back. For and the I have summer. one more year of school, so it will go back. It's very weird. It'll and go back you have one more year of school. Yeah. So we're always getting questions like, can you talk more about long distance relationships? You started obviously when you were in the same place. Yeah. And then how long were you together before you moved out to LA? So I met him probably around when I had submitted my applications for business school, mm-hmm. knowing I applied to the school I knew I wouldn't get into and then UCLA. So I like pretty much knew if I got in, I was going to be going to LA. Right. And so we were together. And then again, I was still podcasting for like eight months. And he actually did a, the road trip cross country with me to move me out there, which was very fun. That's really sweet. Um, He is fortunate. He travels a lot for work and can work from many places. So mm-hmm. he gets to be in California a fair amount or just tack it on to the end of work travel. So... Yeah, we started together, but it wasn't that long. And I never saw myself, if I had heard about me, like being like, oh, yeah, it hasn't been that long. It wasn't even a full eight months of being exclusive even, technically, because of me dating other people. I would have been like, that's wild. It's business school. You're supposed to be single. Like, what are you doing? Well, you know what (laughs) MBA stands for. Married but available. Uh Yeah. And I have seen engagements break up. The stereotype is very real. Um, I think like, there are some gender stereotypes and just like who I am as a person. I'm so terrified of like. What do you mean by gender like, stereotypes? The woman might not be the one to cheat as much as a man might. And right. like, I feel like that's part of it. I'm also just like always afraid of cheating like broadly. I'm not afraid of my boyfriend cheating right. on me now. And that's why I think we work well together. But just it, generally. It I'm, is such a test though. Like think yeah. about it. You're in this relationship and then it's like, oh wait, go back to college. For like two years, more or less, you know, and like still be good. It's like, you know, because when you're in business school, you take like these trips together with these people. Like you're spending like overnights in like Tanzania as a group. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no. I see these pictures on Instagram and I'm like, what is business school? I know. It's it's a scene. I think it helps that also I'm 30 and kind of like I still do. It's still wild. I can barely keep up. And I would say I feel like most of my friends, the majority of my class, they're like 28. Right. So it's not even wild. We're all doing the same thing. But there's just a little bit more of like I committed to this. I feel like it's this point in my life. I want to be serious about it. But it is wild. I give my boyfriend a lot of credit because I also kind of wanted to do – I still do business school in my own way. I go on the trips. Right. Like he's there. I try to As you should. But yeah, I have to do it. And I just really appreciate his willingness to let me – yeah, be a wild human and like do these things where I'm telling him stories about these other relationships that have broken up. But yeah. Tell us a story. So I can totally. Obviously um, don't name it. It'll be so anonymous. But there is a couple in my class. They're moving in together for their second year. He was engaged when he arrived. (gasps) Um, They fell hard. I mean, they're like together and in love now. So, but he was engaged. His fiance did not move with him and they it I think it started before you know maybe not but do you know why she didn't move with him it, she wasn't too far away she was like mm-hmm. god I'll I'm sorry if you're listening to this friends <laughs> I support you but she was um like a few hours away in another city in California and I think it might have been a job thing I don't know all the details but it was very scandalous And there have been other things, like more wildly, some people who were like, you know, their girlfriend was in South America where they're from and they were just having free fun. So did any girls do the same or was it only guys? It's a good question. I wonder if women are just more discreet. They're so discreet. I think or like just breakups that happened. Right. It was funny. I feel like the stereotype or I had dated guys who went to business school and were like, I have to be single for it. But weirdly, a lot of my female friends came in single and a lot of the men came in relationships because yeah. our school is very male heavy too. It's like 70, 30 men right. to women. Right. So I to my single friends, I'm like the ratio, but like everyone was in relationships. You really can't predict like how, like who are we to sit here and judge? Like you never know, no. you know? I remember I was in a relationship in high school and I went to a summer program at Brown and I met this guy And, like, we had a really deep connection, and we were, like, together 24 hours a day. It's more or less the same thing as being in, like, a program with someone. Yeah, 
And I had very strong feelings for him. I don't think I ever acted on them. Maybe like we pecked once, but like it doesn't count as high school. But like, who knows what I would have done in this like situation now when you're like, everything's just so much more intense. You're like, am I making the best decision for like my future? And yeah, you know, it feels like you have two years and it, you are truly on different schedules than like the right, rest of the world. Right, exactly. It's annoying. You want someone like who a can relate to you. Yep. It's like when you become an actress and you're on the same movie as someone. And yes. Like, <laughs> I get why Brad Pitt and Angelina were just like jiving. Yeah, know? 100%. I'm, I'm not defending them, but I get it. Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Yeah, like, yeah because he just crossed. broke up with um his his fiance, Irina, wife, girlfriend. Like, I think, I think they, they have kids. Were. They have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Kind of crazy. I'm, I hope, I'm hoping for him and Gaga. I know. I don't think they'd be a good match, but I'm also hoping for it just because of the it stars. Be born. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Fun for the world. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. But going back real quick to the long distance. Yes. Um, Sorry. So totally how did, that. no, no, I wanted that tangent very badly. So how did, how did you figure it out? this past year when you were both apart like did you facetime once a day did you have any rules or did you kind of just like wing it and like we're good at communication we i think we were decent at communication we it was like winging it for sure um i think if i could go back and make a rule i'd say try to facetime or get on the phone like at least once a day mm-hmm. especially with the time difference from la to new york if he was on the east coast it was just tough because I was interning too and in class I or traveling. It was just really easy for me to be selfish and be out late and still want to call him and hear from him. And he was really nice and he's so sweet and like will pick up my calls really late at night. But on the other hand, like because he's a very good communicator, if for some reason I didn't hear from him, like I could get in my head and get anxious about that right. um, so I guess this is all a really unclear way of saying if I could go back I'd be like just talk to each other or at least text each other like but try like on your commute get on the phone if you can if you're in a city where you drive like once a day yeah just like no matter what because usually it was like hours of chatting or facetiming and getting yeah. used to doing it was hard too if you had homework or plans like just whatever I could do if it was like cooking and having him on. Like, yeah, it gets of kind of boring and like weird. Something you said just now that was really interesting to me. You said because he was so good at communicating when you didn't hear from that from him, it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's so ironic because it's like, not that you're implying this, but it's like nothing's ever good enough. You know oh, what I no, mean? Oh, no, I like, am implying For anyone, that. <laughs> you know, because like if he's too communicative, then when he like stops for a second, it's not okay. And then he, if he's not communicative, then like, it's like really what the fuck. Yeah. Um, I actually was in a long distance relationship, which was like the biggest joke relationship of my life. When I had just graduated from school, I was dating a guy who was a sophomore and and then he became a junior and he went abroad. And I was like, you know, it would be a good idea if we stayed together <laughs> while he was abroad oh in Barcelona oh of all places. So we did. And also this was a guy who wasn't trustworthy from the beginning. Like he was just like the not trustworthy, like younger guy that like I dated because I was a senior and then like forgot to stop dating when I graduated. (laughs) And like we were communicating through WhatsApp. And if you've ever communicated through WhatsApp, you know when they read it. It's Mm -hmm. like similar to Instagram DM nowadays. And so, like, I would send a message and, like, he would read it, but then, like, not respond for three hours. Just, like, so much sketchy behavior. There was no, literally no trust in the relationship. So, naturally, I was, like, send a picture of yourself before you go to bed every night, which is such a crazy thing to do looking back. Because if you have to ask for something like that, they're already cheating. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine if your partner was, like, send a picture of you before bed every night like you'd be like what yeah it's really crazy right but But, like at the time I was an infant aka 21 and I didn't realize that that like wasn't a normal thing like that trust could be so bad and that could be like acceptable that like you would have to ask something like that and it's crazy because now I'm in like a normal healthy relationship and when we're apart, like, I obviously don't ask for the picture. Um, <laughs> and 
And it's, oh, and then, and then one last thing I wanted to say about that is in the toxic relationship, if I didn't hear from them, like before, like a good night text, for example, like I would just know for a fact that they went home with a girl. And now like, I still have some residue, like, like PTSD from that, you know, in my now relationship. But it's like, I, if let's say we're apart and like they pass out, forget to say goodnight, which doesn't have to happen every night, but let's just say, mm-hmm. you know, like my mind Im- immediately first goes there. And then I'm like, wait a second. Like I'm not dating a junior in college who's abroad in Barcelona. Like it's, it's hard, you know, but it, I guess it just shows that like if you're in a secure trusting relationship and long distance, n- none of that, like none of that occurs to you. You're never thinking like, Oh, what if they're, you know, going home with someone and that's why they didn't answer. Yeah. Because I still, that infant in me still exists too. And so sometimes my mind does go there, but I feel myself, this is kind of, uh, tell me if this makes sense, but I am like spinning myself out of control just based on me. It's like not actually about Oh yeah, no, it has nothing to do with the guy. If I actually breathe, like he's our step, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, this is like the first time I trust someone. Am I trying to blow it up? Like, yeah. hundred percent. And then I'm also like, and I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but I'm the kind of person that like holds people to the standard that I hold myself sometimes. And I f- have to remind myself like, wait, no. And I'm just like, if I didn't respond, like if I didn't say goodnight, like I would be probably doing something shady. You know what I mean? Mm. Or like pass out drunk if I was still drinking. What were you going to say? Well, just that like, we're all just the summary of our baggage, you know, like mm-hmm. I carry shit from previous relationships into my current one still. And I feel like very stable in it. And still I like, am like I have a huge thing about being dismissed mm-hmm. and even like the tiniest things that like when I step back and think about it no one would read as dismissive I'm like you're being dismissive and he's yep. like I'm not I just mm-hmm. I told you like just like I just need five minutes to finish a thing and then we're gonna like go do this thing. like it's right like, it's not I'm just working or whatever but mm-hmm. you know I feel like everyone has the shit that's happened to them that that's like true. embeds and then we carry forward and it's really hard to shed that stuff and like it's true I know. wonder if like early on it's probably a terrible idea but you should just like lay your baggage out like not early on once you're like st- like once you're not going anywhere kind of be like so by the way like if I act like this it's because in my last relationship this or not even that just like these are a few things that were like reoccurring things in my last relationship. But then now thinking about it, it's the same thing as being like, we don't like this girl, Jane. And then like they end up hooking up with Jane. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like a planter. Like you're planting this like yeah. new seed of the same shit in your relationship. But I think it's also like, I don't know. I think there's a there's a world where it can come out. I mean, I think if the people are self-aware and going to therapy, literally, like yeah. our podcast is just an ad for therapy. Same. But same. Like, Between the two of us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I think that like if people are self-aware, it's such a, it's a good conversation to have. Like, like we had a matchmaker on our show recently and we were, she was saying that one of the first questions she asked people who come in is how, what, how did your last relationship end or your last, mm-hmm. how did your last several relationships end? Cause she's like, that tells you everything you need to know about a person. And like, if you as a person are able to be self-aware and be like, this right. is why my last relationship ended. For sure. This is why I have like, you know, fear and security around X, Y, Z. Like, I feel like, it can't, I mean, whatever. It's because you can't no, be emotionally healthy unless you're emotionally healthy, which I'm not right. saying I am, whatever, but you but know. But you're like, at least doing work on yourself to become as self-aware as like one can be. I'm working on an article on like best second date questions and that's on there. How did your last relationship end? And I have like a footnote that's like, if you say like, because they're a bitch, then like you don't get the question, you know? Yeah. And like, if anyone says that on a date, like, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you're a red flag yeah. turned into deal breaker. Um, wow. I can't believe it's already time. I feel like we're just like chatting on the couch very casually. And um, I love it. I love this vibe. It's such a, it's such a vibe. I'm, so I'm happy that we don't have to end because we're about to record 451 first dates. But before we wrap up, we met at Acme. Do you guys have a quote or piece of advice that you can give to our listeners when it comes to dating or just like the world? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I should have thought about this. Really. Um, 
God, dating or the world. I don't know. This is not going to be poetic, but like we always say go on a date at the end of our podcast. And Mm. so like for people who are feeling stuck in a rut, maybe my advice is more specific to them, but it's about anything, whether it's dating or anything like just such bad advice. You could read it like in any, you know, just Google it. It would be on like every article, but just like set a goal set like 51% was super weird. It's like just whatever the thing you're struggling, just like pick a goal and just try it. Hold yourself accountable with something dumb. Start a podcast. Like for me, that's, it was so many years of being like, this is never going to happen. And now I'm in my first healthy real Set a goal is great. I thought you were going to say live, laugh, love the way that yeah. you were talking about God. it. But set a goal is really I mean, good. Yeah, that's yeah. not cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think just like, fine. Yeah. It's similar what Kimmy said. It's, it's the same two prongs at the same fork. That's not a saying. Um, <laughs> but like, push yourself. Like, yeah, find a way to get out of your comfort zone and hold yourself accountable. Like, have an accountability for, like, for whatever it is, for dating, for whatever. Like, mm-hmm. just, you know, nothing, like, change change doesn't happen if you don't push yourself out of your it's comfort true. zone. That's my cheesy thing. Can't you see the fucking sunset <laughs> yeah. meme font? Yep. Oh, my God. And, like, the person <laughs> who just got broken up with, like, posting it. Yes. Um. So, ladies, where can everyone follow you and listen to 51 First Dates? You can listen to 51 First Dates anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And you can follow us at 51 First Dates Pod. And you can join our secret Facebook group if you just search it. Because that is like, it's the right size right now where it's just like a bunch of lovely, mostly women, some men, but just asking for advice and getting really supportive. There are no trolls in it. So it's a very nice, supportive little like, tell us your worst date and someone will get back to you. Everyone's so cool. My friends give me so much more like props and feedback, like good feedback about the secret Facebook group than about the podcast. I mean, that's people, amazing. Whatever. So we actually have a secret Facebook group too. Um, maybe, can you collab on a secret Facebook group? I don't know, but maybe we'll do that. Search for ours as well and follow us at We Met at Acme on Instagram. Write us a review if you enjoyed this episode. And thank you guys so much. This thank was so you. fun. Thank you.